Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Welcome back to the Moms Who Money podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here. You are going to love today's topic. We're diving into those expected, unexpected expenses that you're always forgetting about. This is such a fun topic, and it's going to give you a lot to think about through the lens of your own life. And I love doing that. Everything is through your own life, right? Your life is directly reflected by your money and your money is directly reflected by your life. So this one's going to be really cool for you to think about. I'm so excited to dive in. If you've been listening to the show and you find that you keep coming back for more, would you please help the show reach out to more women? All you need to do is take a second to rate the show five stars. There's two ways to do it, either on Apple iTunes or on Spotify. It literally takes a second. You can quickly hit pause, go hit those five stars, and come right back. Another fun way to help the show grow is to write a review. There's only one official way to do it, and it's using Apple iTunes. If you listen on iTunes, please take a minute to write a review. It literally would only take you 30 seconds to a minute. And first of all, it would mean so much to me because I love reading your reviews. They make me so happy. And also, the more ratings and reviews that the show gets, the more that that sneaky algorithm picks up on that the show actually exists, and then it actually gets suggested to more moms. It's amazing how many people reach out to me after a friend had suggested that they listen to my podcast, and then they follow me on Instagram too. We're always having so much fun in my stories. And you know, money is one of those taboo subjects that people don't talk about. You could even have a friend or a family member who seems like they're doing fine financially, but they don't, they don't talk about it, right? And they really need financial help. And you know, you wouldn't know because they're not telling you. So when you simply just share a screenshot of the show on your stories, or if you put it on your feed, or even if you just send someone a link directly to an episode, it, you become part of a ripple effect that could potentially change someone's life forever. Think about how you found the show. Do you remember? Did someone recommend it to you or was it suggested on your podcast app? Or did you hear about me from one of my numerous podcast interviews on maybe someone else's show? Either way, you're here and you're interested in changing your financial situation, right? So think about all those people that you know whose lives could change just from being here. And when you post your screenshot, please remember to always tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach. And then, of course, I'll share your story of my stories and give you a shout out. Last week, I did a really fun live money mindset workshop for a fun group of women. And I always create a safe space for you to let your hair down and get comfortable talking about money. And I'm sure that you've personally experienced some embarrassment or shame, fear, anxiety, and guilt when it comes to your money, right? I do have a unique way of helping you think about your money with a different perspective than the way that you grew up and how society makes us think about our money now. And it was so fun to meet new people and get to help them reflect on their own money mindset and how they approach their money, what feelings come up when making money decisions, and how coming up with a personalized plan 
can help to really eliminate some of those feelings. When you're able to eliminate those icky feelings around money, you can then make your decisions from a place of power and from a place of confidence. We had a room of 10 women that all felt, I guess, bad in some way about their money. And in less than an hour, they were able to feel empowered and excited to look at their money. And I can do this for you too. If you have a mom group that you belong to, or even for your office, and you feel that you would enjoy a money mindset workshop, let's set something up. Reach out to me. You can email me or DM me on socials. My email is Eileen at EileenJoy.com. And of course, you can DM me anytime on social at EileenJoyMoneyCoach on Instagram. I also do have two spots opening next month for one-on-one money coaching. If you're ready now to take control over your money, just quickly hop over to momswhomoney.com and just set up a consultation with me. We'll discuss where you are now, where you want to be, and how I can help you get there. And now on to today's fun topic. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you've probably heard me talk about those expected unexpected expenses. And basically, those are the expenses that you know that you'll have in the future. They always come up, but you have no way to plan for them. And then when they come up, you're scrambling to come up with the cash or you're forced to put it on your credit card. If you're telling your money what to do, then you're most likely putting money aside for your fixed and your variable expenses. But what about those things that come up unexpectedly, but you really know are upcoming? So let's think about some of these examples. Car, pets, gifts, annual subscriptions, dues, annual renewals, insurance payments, parties, those are always coming up, special events, kids, that's a huge one, (laughs) school supplies, summer camp, after school activities, religious school, Halloween costumes, annual dues. I mean, it's always something right? It's always something either at school or at home. I even have a line item in my own budget that I call it's always something. And that's just for the miscellaneous stuff that might come up. Let's break these down a little bit. It's not hard to do. Once you're really taking a look at what you're usually spending on most throughout the year, then you look at all those things and then add up how much you would have spent on those things. You're in for quite a surprise. Remember, personal finance is personal. So the dollar amounts for these will be personal to you and only you. So the first one is car. Under the car category, what really is that? That's your repairs, oil changes, registration, your emissions, tires, insurance, car washes, parking, AAA or roadside assistance, and all those types of things that are car expenses. That's basically not your car payment, but it's everything else right? Just because, you know, you have a car, you have all of these other things that come up with your car. So when you have a specific category just for your car and you're putting money away every single month for that, you'll have the cash when it comes up. Another huge one is pets. Pets is huge, right? You've got pet food. And depending upon how many pets you have and what kind of food that you get, there was one time that I had four cats and two dogs all at the same time. And of course, I fed them organic food and just the way I eat. And I liked making them fresh food sometimes. And I always wanted to make sure I had the best of the best for them, right? You know, they were my fur babies. And this was before I had my son. 
this was like my practice, I think, for being a parent, right? And so you got the food, the toys, the vet bills, pet insurance, teeth cleaning, grooming, if you have to get a pet sitter or boarding if you go away, right? There's all these costs involved. I had two of my pets that had to get emergency surgeries that were thousands of dollars, completely unexpected, but you know something's going to happen when you've got a pet, right? So putting money aside every single month for your pets, in addition to just the regular expenses that they have. And then household stuff. This is super important. Whether you're renting or you own, it doesn't matter. Something in the house is always coming up, right? This could be anything to do with your house. Like if you have water filters in your fridge or by your sink, or if you have special light bulbs that you like, or you know, every time the light bulb burns out, you need light bulbs, cleaning supplies, repairs. Repairs are always coming up with your house. Exterminator visits, right? There's all these random things that come up with your house. And like for me, I get the air ducts cleaned from time to time and I get the carpets clean. You have the kids. You need, and then you have people over all the time, right? <laughs> you gotta get the carpets clean. All these different things that come up. These are all household things. And then of course, for you know bigger repairs too, you wanna put money aside for those things. And depending upon how old your house is and you know the inner workings of your house, like your HVAC system and your roof and all of those things, like these things are gonna come up. Parties. Now, parties is a huge topic. We've got kids' parties, right? Your own kids or other kids. Parties that you have at your house, if you have people over all the time, if you love to entertain. There's all these quests involved with that, right? You don't just invite people over and you don't serve anything, right? You have to have something. And so if you have a kids' party, do you have it at home or do you have it somewhere else? How much does it cost? Do you give goodie bags or something like that? Do you provide lunch? You know, what... What are the costs involved? I still remember there was one year that I had a really fun idea for my son's birthday. He was turning six and his party ended up costing $700. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And it was just like one thing after another, it just kept adding up. And then every single person that I invited said yes. And then asked if basically their entire family could come too. And it just became this crazy, I couldn't even fit all these people in my house. (laughs) It was crazy. So, you know, planning for these types of things is important. And then also, are you going to a lot of parties with your kids? Are they getting invited to a lot of parties? And how many kids do you have? And how many parties are you going to? And are you always having to buy a gift? Like every weekend, it seems like there's another party to go to and another gift to buy, right? And then if you're having parties for you and your friends, are you buying alcohol and food? And are you going and maybe you need to bring a dish with you? And, you know, all of this kind of stuff adds up. And if you're constantly doing these things, if you're a very social person, you know, it it would be really a good idea to put some money aside for this every month. I even had a client of mine that had found out that they were spending more than a thousand dollars a month on alcohol a month. I mean, these things can happen once you really start to pay attention and you're like, oh, I can't even believe it. Like this money's just going to alcohol or whatever, cigarettes or gambling or whatever it is. It could just be all these things. What about subscriptions? How many subscriptions do you have? And how often do you pay for them? Do you pay for them monthly, quarterly, annually? Do you really need them? Do you have TV apps or the box of the month club? What what kind of subscriptions do you have? Go through your subscriptions and see if there's something you're not using. And then you can take that money and use it for something else. And then that rolls into your annual dues and any types of renewals. 
annual dues. Maybe you have dues for religious du- du- uh, religious dues for temple or church or Amazon Prime or clubs that you belong to. And then there's always the renewals of things like your driver's license and passports. Or if you have some type of business like an LLC, you always have to renew that. There's all different types of renewals that you might have. And then, of course, there's fees for if you have travel cards or any type of credit card that might have an annual fee, you want to put money aside for that as well. That's all included. And then kids. There is so much you can do with kids. Now, first of all, how many kids do you have? We'll begin with school. (laughs) My son always brings notes home from school for something. Just something I have to pay for. Some type of school cost. There's always something, and it feels like it's constant. It's like, okay, what, what now? <laughs> you know, what do I have to pay for now? And I mean, it's like obviously you've got school supplies, field trips, stuff for projects that they might need, class parties, different types of events that they have at school, snacks and lunches, and teacher gifts. That's a huge one. How many times a year do you buy gifts for the teachers and? How many teachers does your kid have? Is your kid involved with maybe activities or clubs or sports? Then, of course, there's all the accessories that are involved with that. And then there's obviously travel sports and travel clubs and all these different things that you have to pay for travel. (laughs) And then sometimes you need to go stay in a hotel if you're going to. There's so many things. Maybe they might play an instrument. You know, you can either rent the instrument or purchase the instrument. And then if you pay for lessons outside of school, and then of course, around Halloween time, you've got the costumes and parties and candy and all of that. I mean, I can just keep going on and on and on about the kids' costs. And like, there's just so much. And there's so many variables involved. And that's why I always say personal finance is personal, right? Are you seeing this now? It's all personal to you and your life. And then summer camp and religious school. These two are always due months before they start. It's not like you pay the week before it starts. So you need to have the cash way in advance to pay for these things and really to ensure that your kids get a spot before they're sold out. And your insurance. We've got homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance, car insurance, life insurance. There's all kinds of different types of insurance. And obviously, if you have medical issues too, you want to add something to this insurance as well and maybe saving towards your deductible. Because yes, you pay for your medical insurance maybe through your employer, but if you have some medical issues going on and you know that you're going to have to max out your deductible this year, put money aside every month to have it. That way it'll be there when you go to the doctor and you have to pay for that appointment. Then there's nothing to worry about. Holidays. We all know holidays. But it's not just Christmas or Hanukkah or the December holidays. It's all holidays. All holidays can be included here. There's so many holidays throughout the year that you might celebrate and you're not even realizing that you're spending money on them. Like Valentine's Day. Do you go out for St. Patrick's Day? Do you buy fireworks for July 4th? Do you grill out on Memorial Day? And do, what do you do for Labor Day? Do you, do you go away? Do you have parties? Like there's always something going on with your holidays. When you think about holidays, it's not just gifts. It's all the things. Gifts, the food, the parties. Maybe there's a secret Santa at work. Thanksgiving, the meal, the food, all the things. And then giving to charity. This is its own huge thing. 
all in one that's really sad that it's most often forgotten. Because when you think about the more money that you have, the more good you can do with your money. Me personally, I have dedicated charities that I donate to throughout the year. And also for each sale that I make with Moms Who Money, 10% of each sale goes to help a women's organization. And my son, he's been giving his money to the Global Water Center and the Red Cross. Those are his charities of choice for the last couple of years. We're always giving. Lately, I've seen a lot with GoFundMe. And there's so many people that are needing help for various reasons, very serious reasons, but they have no money set aside. So now they're basically begging people to help them because they didn't plan ahead. And so these types of things can be easily avoided when you're just putting money aside for stuff. And there's so many more categories that I can go over, but all you need to do is really just know what you are spending your money on. And once you know what your money is going to and how much you're spending on each category, then you'll easily be able to put cash aside every single month for all of these so you won't have to reach for your credit card every time. Now, unless you're racking up those travel points, that's a whole other podcast episode that I can totally go over with that. That's amazing, free travel. And some people ask me, well, what's the difference between having an emergency fund and then these unexpected expenses budget category items? They are two very different things. An emergency fund is simply money set aside in case you lose your job or you have like a catastrophe and you need a large sum of cash. That's really what an emergency fund is. Emergency fund at bare minimum is six months of expenses. It's not how much you're actually making. It's not, let's say for example, you make $100,000 a year and you have to save six months of expenses. A lot of people think, well, I make 100,000, so I have to save 50,000. No, you're not actually bringing in $50,000. You know, that's your gross for six months, right? So what are your actual expenses? What are you actually spending money on? And if you lost your job, then you would probably dial back a little bit on the way you're spending your money, right? So it's basically, what are your bare bones expenses, right? That's your emergency fund. What are your bare bones expenses so you don't lose your house, you keep the lights on, you can keep your car, all these things, while you're looking for a new job. That's what an emergency fund is for. Or obviously, if there's some catastrophic event and you need the cash. All of these unexpected, expected expenses, those are the expenses that you that you know you're going to have. You just don't plan for them. So basically, what you're doing is you're creating mini emergency funds for these. So it's like you're taking money and you're putting it in an envelope for each one. So if you visualize that, you take an envelope and you write the word car on the outside of the envelope, the money that you're going to be putting inside that envelope is to save for repairs, oil changes, your registration, if you have to get your emissions done. God forbid you need new tires, right? You have to change all four tires. That's about $1,000 to change your tires, right? Your car insurance, car washes, if you pay for parking a lot, roadside assistance, those type of things all go in that envelope. It's an imaginary envelope unless you want to really use cash, right? So that's what you're putting money aside for. It's like these little mini emergency funds for very specific things. That's your unexpected, expected expenses. They come up unexpectedly, but they're expected. Does that make sense? 
So I talk about these unexpected, expected expenses all the time because that's what usually trips people up. You're doing so well with everything else and you're paying your bills on time and all these things, but you're forgetting to put money aside for these things that are definitely going to come up. And then that's when there's more month left at the end of the money, because then you're like, uh oh, got to put it on my credit card. And then that's where everything starts to fall apart. So if any of these categories inspired you, add them to your budget, add them to your budget today. What are some of these other types of expenses that you have that I didn't mention? Feel free to reach out to me. I love hearing from you. And once you go through these categories and then you're asking yourself, what do I do next? That's when you know you need my help. So go to momswhomoney.com, set up a consultation with me, and we'll get you started on your path to wealth and get you off that paycheck to paycheck train. So take some time this week to just go through your expenses. Just see what comes up for you. And please share it with me. I love it when you share things with me. You can always send me an email at Eileen at EileenJoy.com or DM me on Instagram anytime at EileenJoyMoneyCoach. And if any of this information resonated with you, please take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your socials and with your friends. And please remember to tag me at EileenJoyMoneyCoach. I thank you for being here today and thank yourself for taking the time to invest in yourself today and remember that you are your own best investment and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.